Jackson. This is the 77 WABC Minicast. It's time for Radio Royalty with James Golden and America's Princess of Policy, Princess Di. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, the moment I look forward to with high levels of anticipation, glee, and occasionally foreboding if I'm wrong about something. When Princess Di joins us, the Princess of Policy, America's number one voice in matters of political policy. And Princess Di, we've got a lot to talk about this week. First of all, you made a bolo. Be on the lookout for this week on our Tuesday show, the little com fab that was held out in San Francisco, the commie fab. You indicated that the Democrats might leave Joe Biden out to dry. Now, some of that did take place. They Biden was wandering around at one point, and um, he mumbled this strange thing with Gazem Newsom about Gazem Newsom taking his job or what the? Anyway, what did you think about the big confab out there in San Francisco? Well, first of all, on a substantive um, analysis, nothing happened uh, other than uh, Biden surrendered to China, you know, as far as symbolically and allowing Xi Jinping to come in with his uh, Chinese flags waving and all of the, you know, power plays that were done that Xi Jinping was the one they were all kissing the ring of. But other than that, the agreements were nothing. There were no agreements. They restored military to military communication, which no one mentions that Pelosi had been the one to break that off after she traveled to Taiwan. That's when China removed military to military communication. So nothing happened that hasn't been the norm ever since uh, Pelosi broke it. They agreed on fentanyl, which, of course, China has agreed on many, many times and never followed through. They have agreed that AI will not be used to launch nuclear attacks, which, of course, you can't believe anything that China promises now. And they are pledging to fight climate crisis, which China is not going to do. So all of the things that <laughs> out with were, were nonsense. But as I had mentioned, you know, a lot of it was symbolic to show on the world stage that Biden isn't the guy. And I think that one of the things I have been saying based on behavior, no information, that I think they've been trying to get Biden to himself, take himself out and basically say, you know, I can't do it. And he pretty much came close to that which I think was the point of this, allowing him to be on the world stage and not being able to handle it, and they didn't help him, and I think he realized it. And here's his quote. It's unbelievable. He said, I want to talk about Governor Newsom. I want to hell of a governor, man. Matter of fact, he could be anything he wants. He could have the job I'm looking for. So in my opinion, he he conceded to his own party and basically said, you know, if I'm not the guy, I can see myself. Because that was just off the cuff. That was not scripted. That was him mumbling something. And I think that, that they accomplished what they wanted to accomplish, which was Joe Biden realizing he cannot continue and he will not be the nominee. And interestingly enough, I don't know if you follow Technofog on Twitter. 
he found the rules adopted by the Democrat National Committee. Here's what happens if a nominee resigns after their convention in August. The filling of the vacancy in the event of death, resignation, or disability of a nominee, they say the Democrat leadership of the United States Congress and the Democrat Governors Association will report and confer with the Democrat National Committee, which is authorized to fill the vacancy. So it's up to the DNC if the nominee resigns or has some kind of problem after the convention. And I think that's the plan. I think that's exactly what they plan to do. They won't have to go through any messy primaries. They won't have to go through any messy primary votes. And I think that they're going to try and drag Biden across the finish line in in Chicago for their convention, and then they're going to make a switch. And I think the attempt was made as as a handoff by the Democrat leadership. I don't think it's going to work, but I think that's what the point of this whole APEC uh, political global thing was about. Okay, so <clears throat> now there's an elephant in the room here, Princess Diana, and it's an elephant that points to me and says, you were right, James. The elephant that you are not mentioning, Princess Diana, the elephant. Because I the, don't the big... think you were right. I, I, I did mention it. I said, this is the plan. I don't think it's going to work. I think the fight is going to be enormous at the convention, which brings me, I, I'm just saying, I don't think it's going to be Gavin. I think often the person who sticks the shiv in isn't the one who ends up getting the leadership in history. Oof, so imagery. I think that, well, I'm just saying politically, I don't think Gavin's going to be rewarded for his uh basically sabotage. But but can we continue to speak about the August Chicago convention? Yes, I, I please. Yes, but yes, we can, but after you just concede something. Just please, just concede it now. Just concede, just say the words, Princess Di. Say, James, for a change, you were right. No, not for a change. Say, James, you were right. It's not going to be Michelle. All signs point to Gazam Newsom. Just go ahead and put it out there. I am not going to say that because as I just analyzed, I don't think it's going to be Gavin Newsom. And I think the fight's going to be at the convention. And I think that it's going to be an Obama who uh, who wins that fight. And let me tell you something else, which I think is interesting reading the tea leaves. The convention is going to be in Chicago. And if you notice, there was a big melee in D.C., the DNC headquarters was attacked by yes. pro-Palestinian uh, protesters. They were really yes. rioters. They were really violent. And I don't know if you saw the latest Politico story from this morning that all of a sudden the Democrat leadership envisioned this going down in Chicago at their convention. This fight within the Democrat Party is real, and the protesters are going right to the core. They are actually attacking the Democrat Party. So this is an inter-party fight, and the ones who are anti-Israel and pro-Palestine are vicious, and they're going to bring this to the Chicago Convention. So I think the Chicago, talk about a bolo, we're not only going to have a fight on the floor and at the convention for who's going to be the heir apparent after Biden, we're going to have fights like the 1968 
Chicago convention, where you're going to have swinging nightsticks by the cops against the protesters to protect the Democrats, because that's what the cops did in D.C. They were protecting the DNC headquarters. They only made one arrest because they were so busy evacuating the people inside, including Hakeem Jeffries. I mean, there's so little coverage of this enormous riot. The Washington Post didn't even cover the story. And this is it put the fear of God or the fear of Satan into the Democrat Party. <laughs> they, they immediately saw, oh, man, you know, these people are coming for us in the Democrat leadership. They have no rules for their own behavior and they're coming in Chicago. And so to me, that is the most interesting part of all of this that that has been going down is all of a sudden the Democrat Party feels itself vulnerable to the violence that they engendered among their own constituents.